and welcome to Mom Fine episode 2. It's Lex and for this episode I had so much fun recording it with one of my very first travel friends. In this episode we talk about her travels, the travels that we did together, her fun travel stories and I really hope that listening to her and listening to how she started traveling helps you know. You fucking get that confidence to do it too. But before I get into the episode, I did hot yoga last night and the yoga teacher, she just said some wise shit and I just really resonated with me and I just wanted to share it for, you know, some food for thought. As we were laying there on our mat, she just kicked my ass in this hot yoga class and she told us bring our knees into our stomachs and just give ourselves like, like that love and gratitude tell ourselves like how proud we are for like showing up on our mat and like doing the work here in the studio and she also said that it's important to give yourself the love and attention you need so that you don't seek it from others who shouldn't give it to you and also so that you can recognize the love that you do deserve and I just fucking thought that that you know what that's some pretty good advice because I think a lot of people especially like my age and younger seek attention and love from people who just should not give it to them and are just treating them like shit and you know what I'm fucking all about that self-love and it just made me think about how people will be in relationships and just like be treated like absolute shit and I'm not any better like I've definitely have had those relationships where it was not good but I think now I would not fucking stay because I don't fucking need anybody like I my life is so full without having a partner that if I was in a fucking relationship where I was being treated like shit fucking bye bye bitch and one of my favorite quotes from Cher, and I just saw recently, so that's why it's popping in my head right now, was she said, a man is not a necessity, a man is a luxury, like dessert. You don't need them to live, and all of her relationships with men have been great because she liked them, not because she needed them, and I just felt like that was fucking really good advice too. So, there's your little food for thought. Also, sorry about the audio. This is my second episode. I will be better. So please don't come for me. And I really hope you guys enjoy this episode. Well, Ash, thanks for being my first guest, man. Of course. I'm excited to be here. When I was like thinking about who I wanted, I was like, okay, who can I just like sit and chat with and talk? I was like, Ash. And we have some funny stories. Like I feel like what we got into when we were living in Australia together, like that was a time. Yeah, it was. I'm really excited to like reminisce with you. Okay, okay. So Ashley and I, we lived in Australia together. We were both au pairs and our families lived, they lived in the same town and our moms were friends. And so we just became friends. And yeah, because you were super close with Abby. Abby just like threw me into all of you. Yeah. Yeah. You're Abby's replacement and it just worked out really well. We weren't super close in the beginning, but then we started like doing a couple trips together. I feel like when we did the Great Ocean Road together, and then when we went down to Melbourne together. Yes. Oh my god, so much fun. When I talked about Melbourne. And our Sydney trip. We had our Sydney trip too. Oh my god, yeah. Okay, Ash, so where have you traveled? Like, give me the lowdown of what places. So, so far I've been to Australia, Guatemala, and Scotland. Uh, so just for extended periods of time. Australia for a year, Guatemala for six months, and Scotland for six months. When did you, like, know that you were, like, wanting to start traveling? Okay, well, it started when I was, like, quite young, actually. Like, when I was babysitting, like, 
14, 15 age probably, and one of the families I babysat for was like, hey, Ashley, like, you should think about au pairing in the future. Like, I think you would love it. You get to travel, plus you're really good with kids. So that just kind of, like, stuck with me for ever. But then I graduated high school, and I was kind of like, oh, should I go to school? I don't know. I might as well go to school. So I spent two years in school, and then I had to stay and work for two years because the government gave me a grant. So I had to, like, work off the grant, basically, by working in Manitoba for two years. So literally, like, the second that was done, I was like, Kate, let's get on a plane. Let's go. So... Yeah. Oh, wait, Ash, tell the peeps. Tell the peeps where you're from. Oh, right. Okay, so I'm from Canada. (laughs) Fuck yeah, Canada! A little, a small town called Russell, Manitoba. And there's absolutely nothing here. (laughs) That's okay, that's okay. I still want to visit. I still want to visit. Yeah, my my closest airport is like four hours away, you know. So So convenient for me traveling all the time. I never realized how important it was to like... When picking where to live, being close to an airport. I just got lucky when Madawi came because I almost lived in Byron Bay. And the closest airport to that is freaking Brisbane. That's like an hour away. Oh, yeah, that's like a long ways. That'd be harder. Yeah, yeah, living in Madawi with the airport literally right there was so convenient. Okay, so they told you about au pairing. And then how did you, like, how did you make the decision to not go through an agency? Because I talked about that in my first episode, how I didn't want to go through an agency. But, like, how did you make that decision? Because au pair is like you're kind of shopping for family. (laughs) Yeah, literally. Okay, so I actually, one of my friends from college knew a person that had au paired. So I got in touch with the friend and I just kind of asked where, like, where she went to find families, where, how she decided all that. And she was like, well, I use au pair world. It's free. It's great. Like, it's like Tinder for families and au pairs, basically. So I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, plus it's free. So even better, because I really didn't want to pay to find a host family. Yeah, same. I was not trying to pay an agency, like, $500. I think, were they that, yeah, that was like, I don't have the money to do that. Yeah, so Au Pair World worked out really well. Had quite a few families that you talk to and that are interested in whatnot, but John and Karen just kind of stuck out with me, so that's who I chose. Yeah. What was, like, your setup? What was your setup? Like, your perks and what stuck out about John and Karen? First of all, like, just reading their profile, they just seemed, like, really, really sweet. And I was initially wanting to go an au pair for a baby, but John and Karen just seemed so sweet and they offered such good benefits. And I was like, how can I say no to this? So the schedule was the, a big part. I only worked three days a week. Every once in a while, it would be four. So I always worked Tuesdays and Thursdays, and then I would alternate my Mondays and Fridays. Every second week would be a four-day weekend, which was really great for traveling. Um, they also offered a car for my personal use and to just have whatever I need so that was great I love that you could leave your car sometimes you could leave your car at the train station I was like I oh I want that perk I wanted that perk because it was such an inconvenience always having to like find rides I was I would always get stressed out trying to get rides to the train station somehow I always managed to do it like I always got one yeah we always got where we needed to go but I feel like that was such a big stress in my life yeah we we always we always figured it out you know yeah well it was good because like my host family didn't really want me to but oh yeah Kelly's was okay with it and like if I really had to they would have let me so it's like 
not a big deal. Or they just like give us a ride in or whatever, but yeah. So having your own car was like really, really great. And then they paid for like my phone every month, so I didn't have to do that. The pay was was pretty decent, like... Yeah, like, we could, like, do some shit on it. Like, we were active. Like, we were going places. We I feel like I had a good balance of, like, using my Australian money and using my, like, American dollars because I was like, okay, I'm going to use, like, big chunk of my American dollars. And I would use, like, my Australian dollars for, like, everyday things. Yeah, that was like me too. Like, if I was booking a trip, I usually wouldn't have enough Australian dollars, so I just use my at-home. But for, like, just the everyday things... Dude, I was running on, like, $5 in my checkings account. I was like, Katie, can you, like, what is this going to deposit in my Australian? Yeah, I just got to gotta, gotta dip into my home funds. Yeah, I got to dip into my home funds. I was always reloading my phone, though, because I needed more uh, internet, because Katie and Ben's internet was so shit. It was so bad. Oh, right. I never had that problem. Because I started with like three gigabytes included in my phone and then I just kept getting more and more and more and more and John, my host dad, was just, he was like, okay, well, you now have like eight gigabytes because they just upped it for us. I'm like, okay, cool. So I, I never had issues. Yeah. Oh my God. No, I remember one time I was trying to take a test and or I was trying to do some fucking work for school and their internet wasn't working Abby was home and so I was like trying to get the internet to work and I was remember being outside of the nanny cave and then all of a sudden Zach started crying and Ben was like trying to handle Zach but then I was like also trying to take this test I was like is the wi-fi working and he was like and he like kind of snapped at me I was like I was trying to fucking do my homework your wi-fi was always so shitty there yeah, it was. I guess that is just, you can't have everything. All my other perks, though, all my other perks were awesome. Okay, how was sharing a bathroom with the kids? Because I said that I would not do anything less than, like, a, my own bathroom and my own bedroom. Yeah, well, I was kind of, like, nervous about that at the start. So I'm like, that's, like, a lot of people to be sharing one bathroom. Will I, like, will I even have time to get my own shit done? So it actually wasn't too bad. John and Karen had their master bathroom so the kids would quite often use that one um, and John and Karen only ever used their master one so I kind of had the bathroom to myself kind of not the kids used it for bath time if they had to pee or whatever but for the most part it was not that bad actually well that's good how was living in the house for you because also again with mine I feel like my situation was like just like so unusual because not like usually you don't you live in the house and because I wasn't in the house I gotta escape and have that free time like did it ever just fucking drive you nuts yes for the most part it was usually okay and it was like you know it's at least my own room the kids were really really good for not coming in they would kind of leave me to do my own thing but at the same time you could never really actually escape because you would leave, be away from the kids, but you could still hear them screaming. You could still hear them crying. You could still hear everything. So it was kind of like, oh my God, like I'm escaped, but not really. So in, in that way, it was so hard. Yeah. It was like overall, it was fine. Yeah. Like I said, they were really good at keeping the kids out of my room. So I didn't really have to worry about. Okay. What are some things you wish you would have known before like going and moving to Australia and like au pairing? Like I feel like there's some things that I fucking wish I would have known. Okay. So just with traveling in general, the biggest thing I wish I would have known is do not overpack. Oh my God. Same. Oh, especially because you want to buy shit there. Yeah. You do not need to pack 
every single pair of leggings you own. You don't need to pack 500 shirts. You, you really don't. And then I was overstuffed coming home because I had bought so much shit there and I overpacked before I left. You Didn't you have to buy a suitcase? Yeah, John and Karen had to get, they got me a suitcase for Christmas so I could have a third suitcase to bring my shit home. (laughs) I know, because I felt like we, like, definitely did some shopping, you, like, buy shit, and I didn't think about that either. Dude, I left with a big, like, a big-ass suitcase, a little suitcase, and then my backpack, and oh my gosh, did I tell you when I came over um jet star just fucked me in the ass with being overweight like oh literally i fucking just got to australia i am i'm like getting the tags to go on and they're like not giving me the tags for my bag like to go like carry on yeah. and i like go to customer service and they were like you have to pay like 230 dollars and overcharge it oh my and i God. wanted to cry i was so just like flustered and i was like what because i just like didn't know but then i was like fuck jet star i'm gonna ugh. yeah jet star was very cheap budget airline you know so yeah but they like they were on it i just don't understand why why the wait why does the wait because here in the states like when i just i just got back from texas and i packed so much shit in my in that same exact carry-on and i know that that was way over the jet star limit yeah i don't know why they have limits there but it happens yeah like when i came home i had my giant suitcase my medium suitcase my little small carry-on size suitcase plus my backpack and everything was just stuffed full. I had packed all of my souvenirs and everything into my carry-on bag. So it was like a million pounds. And of course it was the one time they decided to weigh, but I had saved my previous luggage tags, but they had changed them. So mine was different. So I didn't get weight. I would have been way, way, way overweight. So they tried to weigh me. I was like, oh, uh, I got weighed at the front. And they're like, oh, okay. And they were like kind of skeptic, but they let me through. And I'm like, thank God, because that bag weighs, like it had to have been at least like 30 pounds. I I shit you not. Plus, I had accidentally packed a flask that I was bringing home for my brother. And so that went through security. And the guy's like, um, do you have a flask in here? And I'm like, holy shit, I do. I was like, I forgot. I was like, this is all my gifts. So he opens up my bag, he pulls it out, it's like still in his package, he's like, this is brand new. I was like, yeah, he's like, you're fine, just take it. So I was like, oh, you're so kind, sir. That's good. Oh my god, one time I didn't realize that my taser, or no, my pepper spray was still in my purse, and I went through that in Brisbane and in Newcastle. I had that in my purse in Brisbane and in Newcastle. Yeah, no, it was 100% illegal. I think in Australia... I know, and a taser, and a taser, but then Katie was like, leave it here for, leave it here for Denny, leave it here. They were like, Lexi, you literally came here with that? And so I left it there, because I was like, you know, I can just get one. I go, Amazon, prime that shit to my house. <laughs> no. So you did leave it? Yeah, I loved it. I loved the pepper spray, and I loved the taser. Katie asked me to, so I just loved it. I was like, fuck it. That's hilarious. Oh my god, I literally forgot to tell you. Katie asked me to come and be their au pair, like, this coming February. Like, in 2022? Yes, but I don't know if I'm gonna be- Well, Karen also wants me to go, but I told her I couldn't do until September. Oh, well, I don't think- Katie's not gonna- Because she has her au pair Larissa coming in June. Because Larissa was supposed to come now. I was like, oh, that would have been perfect if if Larissa was now. Then I could come- in like September, literally September, but then she can't come until after uni. Oh. So I'm like, yeah. fuck, I don't know what to do. That kind of sucks. 
yeah so i don't know and i feel like i don't know i have to think about it but i got really excited when i saw that yeah. as like an option so yeah or but. asia i know i know when you sent me that when you sent me that i was like yeah yeah because now we don't even have to waste our time quarantining yeah that would be good so it'd be so good because spend our full month in thailand or whatever yeah, we could. We could fucking fuck shit up in Thailand. Yeah. I'm so down for Thailand. Yes. Like, yes. I want to do... Okay, but like, I want to see, like, COVID-wise, because here's my also thing. When I when I think about, like, traveling out right now, I don't want to, like, to waste my money and to not be able to do things or not have, like, the full experience. Like, I would much rather, I think, right now, like, kind of hunker down, save some more money, and then, like, fucking ball out. Because I feel like the next time I leave, I don't want to come home for yeah. a while. Like, I want to do Asia, Australia, and New Zealand. Maybe have, like, a break in between. Like, if I could do Asia. That's that's kind of how yeah. I am, too. If I could do Asia and Australia again, maybe. Yeah, it's like, do Asia, like, January, like, sometime between, like, January and June, do Asia in there. And then I'll be home for summer, whatever. And then Australia in September. And then after Australia, New Zealand is kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah, okay. I'm on that same path. Yeah. That's okay, well, I let's just do to. this shit. Let's go. Okay, well, I need to figure some shit out first. I need to figure some shit out first, okay? I'm working <laughs> okay. on it. I'm okay. working on it. Okay. Okay. So, dude, what was your, like, fucking favorite trips in australia like i remember you telling me like you went backpacking you you and um kelly you guys did fucking tasmania i'm so jealous of that one yeah i don't even i don't know if i can pick a favorite place because i like went to so many cool places in australia um so i did the blue mountains which was so cool we um did like repelling down the cliffs and we oh my god i can't think of what it's called we like went through the trenches not trenches but Oh, like the canyons, like the like the rock, like the mountain formation. Oh, canyoning! Yes, yes, canyoning, canyoning. Oh, what? I didn't know you guys did that. I didn't do that when I went to the. Yeah. Blue, I didn't know you could do that when I went to the Blue Mountains. I just like. Yeah, we just booked a little tour. <gasps> okay, well next time. Yeah, so we did that one day, and we did like the hop on. Oh, hop I did off that the other day just to see all of, like the sights mm-hmm. and everything. So like that was a really good weekend. Um, I also did a Byron Bay trip with Abby. We just, like, drove to Byron Bay, spent the weekend there, and then on the way home, we made a trip out of it, so we stopped at a whole bunch of different places. Like, we went to Nimbin, which is, like, this... Oh, my God, I was going to and Yeah. Did a whole bunch of stops on the way home. There was a naked parade when I was there. That's hilarious. I love it. I think our Melbourne trip, when we did the Great Ocean Road. Oh, my God. Okay, that was so much fun. I loved that one. And we, maybe we met those guys at that hostel on our, like, last night. And so we, like, met up with them the next day. They were, like, literally, we were at a place, one of the stops. And they were, and I was like, okay, well, we're here. Do you guys want to meet up? And they're like, oh, well, we've already done that. And the next thing we know, they freaking pull up. And they're like, we're here. Oh, yeah. I know. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that was funny. But, yeah, I love the Great Ocean Road. It was so pretty. And we did so many, like, other things other than just, like, driving. Like, I feel like we found so many hikes, so many waterfalls to go to. I love the koala walk. All all the sites, like. And then, remember with the the apostles? And we, like, literally went down the stairs and, like, walked way over to get those good pictures. And then the tide is coming as we, like, ran back the entire way. Oh my gosh, yeah, that was so funny. I remember that. That was so pretty, though. That was so pretty. And then the Gibson Steps. Yeah, we walked down the Gibson Steps. Yes. Oh, it's so pretty. Oh, remember that really sketchy guy in our very last hostel? And he, like, drank his own pee and stuff? 
Yes! Oh my god, yes! And he was like, oh my god, he was like very just out of it. Dirty. I don't know. He was so <laughs> sketchy. <laughs> he was so sketchy. He was, he was so sketchy. And I remember that this was when Game of Thrones was fucking coming out with their eighth season. And I was watching it. I was literally watching it on our trip and shit. And oh my, I remember I had to make an account each week to this streaming site in Australia so that I didn't have to pay for it. And I just kept doing free trials. And for those, because I think the free trial was like two weeks. So luckily the eighth season wasn't very long. But I do remember that night. Yeah, that was so crazy. Or at the other hostel when like the lady was like, please don't take both take the bottom bunks, blah, blah, blah. Like share the same bed. We took the fucking bottom bunks and she was so mad at us. Wait, wait, I didn't know that she said that. When did she say that? Yeah, look, when we first checked in, she's like, um, I have another person coming in. If you could just take oh, one bunk, okay. remember? And okay, we're like, yeah, no, like we're here. We're taking the bottoms. And then she came in and she didn't notice us on your bed watching Riverdale. And then she was like, oh, they weren't supposed to both oh, take one bunk. Oh, I didn't hear that, Jade. I feel like that is, is that good etiquette in hostel? I feel like it doesn't matter. I feel like I wouldn't be. It's first no, come, first serve. How are you going to reserve? I wonder if it was like her friend or something. Like in her. Yeah. Maybe. Because like typically you don't know how many people are coming in. If there's a bottom bunk open or two, yeah. you're taking them. Like, are you? Yeah. I, do you like, you like the bottom bunk over the top bunk? I don't. I like the bottom just because it's easier to get in and out of. No, I agree. <laughs> I remember when we went to Melbourne after like with you, me and Kelly and I fucking fell off the top trying to get to the bathroom. Dude, I fucking ate shit. That's why I don't like sleeping up at the top. I was, like, trying to climb down. Like, I didn't want to turn around. Like, I thought I could just, like, kind of go up the stairs at an angle or the ladder at an angle. And then it was that, like, roof rack that was, like, right in front of me. I literally just, like, fucking biffed it into that thing. I was like, oh, man. But, okay, Melbourne was a time. Did, how many times did you go to Melbourne? Because I feel like the time that we went, it was just, like, a fucking drunk fest, and it was cold, a little cold. I feel like... Yeah, yeah, it was definitely cold. I think, I want to say that that was when, it was you, me, and Kelly when we went. That was my only time actually being in Melbourne, other than when you and I went just kind of through it to go to the Great Ocean Road. Okay, yeah, yeah, same, same. So, I think, yeah, it was just that one trip, and it was so cold. And we were, oh my god, we went to the beer festival, and we sh- and like we became so hungover on the plane, you were trying not to barf, and I was trying, and my head was pounding, and then we freaking get to the hostel, and we were standing in there, I was like, I'm gonna throw up right here, I was like, where's the freaking bathroom, and I had to like run back outside, because literally throw up was coming. <laughs> Oh my god, I remember, I remember planning that weekend. We were like, okay, yeah, we're gonna go to this beer festival and we'll line it up perfectly that we can go from Newcastle to the airport and we'll just, like, go just drunk yeah. or whatever to Melbourne. The beer, that beer festival was so fun. Oh, It was yeah. so much fun. And, like, Ida and, did someone else meet us there or just Ida? I think somebody, well, no, Kelly couldn't come because she was, like, spending her last days with the fam. Yeah, so it was, maybe it was just Ida that met us there and, like, but yeah, it was because then my host family dropped us off at the airport and just continued eat a home. And I remember, I remember they picked me up. They picked us up, and I just sat in between two of the kids, and I was so drunk. And I was talking to the kids, and I looked at them. I yeah, I looked at them, and I was like, "Do you love me?" And they're like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Okay, I love you too." And like, 
John and Karen are just like trying to have a conversation and we're just so drunk. I know. And then so then they drop us off at the airport. I remember like going through security. I was like, get it fucking together. Get it fucking together. Just because in Australia, I feel like they're just so on it with like being drunk in public. Then I was like, don't want to get fucked up. Don't want to get too fucked up. So I like went through security. But then I remember once I got through security, I went and got a snack at that bar that was like right there. And I remember the bartender giving me a shot. And so then I, I was taking shots with the bartender and then I passed out on the plane. I literally passed out listening to the same song over and over again but I didn't care yeah I passed out too because I was just trying to get rid of my headache like I think I was asleep before the plane even took off and then I remember thank god for Kelly thank oh my god Kelly is a savior because I don't think I would have been able to like make it made it into the city because Melbourne's airport is like far into the city and you I don't even know what I would have done and then our hostel was like out what was it called Kilda I feel like it was like started with a yeah K, like where St. We Kilda's or something maybe yeah but I remember we stayed outside of the main CBD but that but but we could like use public transportation for free in the CBD that was cool I like that oh yeah we could yeah and we went up to that tower too didn't we wasn't that Melbourne I remember we went into like this dope-ass library we like saw some street art I feel like yeah. we went into a tower. I oh, yeah, the, the clock tower. tower. Like the glass floor. Yeah, yeah. The, the sky tower, not the clock tower, the sky tower. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah that was cool. Mm-hmm. I really wanted yeah, to see penguins. Like, when I was doing research in Melbourne, yeah. people say, did you see penguins in Tasmania? I don't think we actually did. Did you like Tasmania? Tasmania was so cool. Was it? it was, like, it was cold. Ooh. But it was so much fun. Like, the views were just amazing. Somebody told we me... We got to see, like, Tasmanian devils, Ooh. and it was so cool. Somebody told yeah. me that Tasmania is kind of like a tease for New Zealand. Is that true? Like, would you say? That's, I, that's what I heard, too. Like, I don't know. I've never been to New Zealand, obviously, so just pictures. But I think that it would be very similar. Okay, I agree. I do agree. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's cool. Okay, tell me about backpacking, because my favorite thing to talk about was when I was, like, backpacking by myself, and I remember you were backpacking when I got to Australia. When you first arrived, yeah, when you and Ida, because I didn't meet you, and then I remember Raina was, like, telling me about you two, and she's like, she's like, I really talked you up to everybody, they seem that, they think that you're really cool, they're they're really excited to meet you, and I'm like, well, what if they freaking hate me now? I was like, you talked me up so much, now I have to, like, live up to it. Man, that's hella funny. No, I freaking loved you. You were just, I like, I was like, I loved your energy. Like, we just like totally yeah, had so much that's fun. how I felt about you. Like, I feel we just, like, we just kind of clicked. Like, we met and then suddenly we're like, hey, we chill. We good. Yeah, we chill. We hang. We good. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is so funny. Oh, dude, aren't you so happy that like our host moms basically like created us like a friend group, like moving out there? Like, could you imagine having to like put in all the work and those group messages to like make friends? I feel like I got so lucky literally meeting all of you because Yeah, I agree. I don't like that would have been just scary in general. Like I feel like I could have done it. Like I would have done what I needed to do to like make some traveling friends, but it was so nice going in. And- it, yeah, it was so nice to just have those friends built in and you're like you know what even if I don't like love them at least it's someone to hang out with until I get kind of situated and figure out my own no a hundred percent oh my god do you remember when I went to Sydney with Raina and Catherine 
And we stayed oh in that fucking hostel yeah. that was disgusting because Raina booked it. I literally, why, oh, God. Yes. Disgusting. So bad. Because what What were you guys going in for? We just, like okay, Catherine was leaving. She was leaving. She was flying out of Sydney. And then I was like, oh, you know what? I really want to go to Sydney. That was my first trip, like, out of Madawi going to the fucking okay. opera house. And, yeah. and, but so I kind of let them take the reins of like where to stay because I fucking thought they knew what they were doing. And Raina books this nasty ass hostel. Smelt like, I looked like a jail cell. It smelt so bad. It smelled like mildew. Oh my God, I wanted to die. Gross. And so they refunded us and I found us a hotel. And I was like, I'm staying yeah, here. Yeah, right. I remember that because you're like, I am not fucking staying in this place. I think you were messaging me about it and you're like, I can't stay here. Like, I cannot stay here. And I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, get out. Get out. Get out. Okay, what What were the good hostels, though, that we did stay at? Like, wasn't one of them, like, the YMC? Uh, it wasn't. The one, the Wake Up Sydney. Wake Up Wake Sydney up was good. Yeah. Sydney was really, really good. Um, we stayed at that other one in Sydney when we went to the figure eight pools. But it was kind of, like, out of the way. It was nice enough. But it was just out of the way. We stayed at one. Which was, was the one that had the bar underneath it? That we literally the bar we li- that was wake up Sydney. okay wake up Sydney yeah I really like that one yeah. that's like right there honestly I don't remember many of the hostels I know the one in the one in Cairns was really good though did you say at Calypso no oh. I said it like the big party one I can't that's think of what Calypso it's called, that's Calypso no oh what no. is it it like had the nice pool and I think it was Calypso I'm almost positive no it's like jungle or something no it's not oh my god i literally googled it i promise you it's it's not calypso there might be two bars oh wait calypso is what i stayed at i think okay that's what i stayed at not the crazy one i think you're right gilligan's gilligan's that's what it was gilligan's Yes. Yeah, Gilligan's. that place. Oh That's my god. Okay. Sweet. Well, I correct good. myself from my Australia episode because I kept calling it Calypso. But Gilligan's. Yeah, no, that makes more sense now. Yeah, Calypso is where I stayed at, and my hotel was like super chill, relaxed. But I think it might be closed now. Yeah. No, mine was a party hostel, and I remember the one night I did like the Uncle Brian's waterfall tour, and so afterwards, there was like a couple people from my tour staying there, so like we just all went to someone's room and we're drinking fucking goon. Oh, dude, goon! And you know how that hits you. So I was, like, plastered. Like, I don't remember, like, anything. And so we go to the bar, whatever. I don't know. We're dancing on tables. We're doing, like, all this sort of shit. I don't even know what happened there. And all I know is, like, I came home. And I was so fucking sick. Like, I don't even... Everyone else in my room was passed out. And I was just, like, dying. I had to go to the bathroom. I was taking a shit and suddenly I had to barf, too. So I was, like, taking a shit and I was barfing into the garbage can. And then I just fucking leave my puke in the garbage can and I go back to bed. So then the next morning, I, like, owned up to it. And so I was, like, talking to some of my roommates. And I was like, yeah, I puked last night. It was not pretty. And they're like, oh, yeah, we were wondering whose puke was in that garbage can. And I'm like... Yeah, sorry. Oh my god, that is so bad. Dude, I had a crazy-ass wild night in, uh, what was it, Gilligan's? Gilligan's too. It was my, I literally went out to Uncle Brian's store, same, like, did that whole fucking thing. He was like, let's all go to Gilligan's, let's all meet up. Our guy didn't meet up with us at all. But I met up with their group, and then I also had met up with um, these people that I stayed on Fraser Island with. It was, like, someone's birthday. So it was, like, I was with all these people. I was like, fuck yeah, like, let's get fucking fucked up. And I remember 
I was hanging out with them and I had noticed these like two separate guys in the separate friend groups and I was checking out both of them and I was like okay I'm gonna see like so hopefully maybe I'll like fucking take some shots get fucked up and like go talk to them and see what's up maybe I'll like all night I was thinking in my head I was like I'm just gonna keep like giving them both the eye and like see what happens well eventually I don't even know how I did it but I was talking to one Maybe, like, one of them, I think I may have started talking to one up at the bar and then ran into another one. So then I was, like, talking to both of them. And so I was, like, going back between both of them and then also my friend group that I was, like, hanging out with. And I just kidding. I It was my last night of backpacking. So I was, like, fuck it. I'm going to spend all, like, my money. I'm going back to Madawi, Just going to hang out and house sit for a while. And so I was, like, let's fucking get fucked up. So I left with one of the guys. But I remember dancing with this guy who just left the fucking farm from doing his working holiday shit and oh and he was like with all of these people that he was just on the farm with and they were like british they were fucking beautiful he was so sexy i saw this memory pop up of me that night and i was in like black high-waisted jeans and then i had like this fucking tie shirt and i just looked like a fucking hoe i pulled that shit up so high i was like what is wrong with you and i remember leaving the bar I remember leaving the bar with this guy to go to another bar where we could dance on the tables. And so we were fucking dancing on the tables. And then I think reality hit. And I was like, holy fuck. Like, it is so late right now. I'm so drunk right now. I need to get back to my hostel. I had to get to the airport so early. I had to get to the airport so fucking early. And I made it, but I fucking almost didn't. I had spent all my fucking money. I had to go to an ATM to get cash for, like, the hostel transportation because they only fucking took cash. And so I had to walk to the convenience store, run back to the hostel, get my shit. I'm so hungover. I've, like, puked already once. And then I make it to the airport. I get through airport security, and then I'm, like, walking a mile and a half to my gate. And then I sit, and I collect my thoughts, and I'm, like, I'm about to fucking puke. So then I book it to the bathroom and I'm like I'm gonna throw up I'm so sorry everybody move and then I clear the way and I vomit and I just if oh. I felt so much better but I felt like a hot mess that was a bad travel day for me but luckily nobody sat next to me nobody sat next to me um on my flight and I fucking passed out on all three of those seats I think that flight saved my life yeah I've had a few of those well, literally, like, th- speaking of bad travel days, like, when Kelly and I were in Tasmania, our very last night there, I decided once again to get fucked on Goon by accident. And so I was so fu- I was puking. I, like, puked right before my flight and everything. I was like, Kelly, I don't know how the hell I'm going to fly. I'm barfing. I can't handle this. What am I going to do? <laughs> I just kind of died of it, and I made it through, and here we are today you gotta fucking pull through you gotta make it make it (laughs) yeah man those like drunk travel days like they seem like a good idea but they're (laughs) they're fucking not they're fucking not they are so fun but they're not a good idea okay did you do the wit sundays and or fraser island because those were like fucking top tier for me did fraser island you didn't do the wit sundays though no i wanted to but i didn't have like enough time everything that I wanted to do so yeah we gotta go back I would do them again yeah I would do them again I loved Fraser Island my fucking group was rowdy did you hook up with anybody on Fraser Island because I fucking got busy with it with this Irish guy no I didn't because we got told that if we hooked up with people or had extra people in your room you would get kicked off the trip because they've had issues in the past wait in your room I camped what do you mean you stayed in like a room yeah, no, I picked the one that had hostels. Oh my god, no, I camped. 
Yeah, we had the option to camp or hostel, and I chose hostel. So, like, left from Noosa. I like Noosa. Did you like Noosa? Did you do the fairy pools? Yeah, they were so okay, much fun. they were so cool. Yeah, I met yeah. these, like, three Canadians from there, too. Really? Yeah, I hung out with them the rest of the night. We, like, made yeah. dinner and shit together. I was with, like, like a, a whole bunch of random people there. I don't even know who I was with. A lot of people. I ran up to them again in Airly Beach. I feel like I met so many people, like, at the beginning of my trip that I resaw at the end of it. Did you not run into people again? Like, I no, shared an entire really. hostel. I shared, like, an entire hostel room again with, like, my same um, campmates from Fraser Island. Yeah, it was so fun. It was so fun. How did you like staying in a hostel? Like, what was your first hostel experience? My first hostel was actually a pretty chill. It was in Brisbane. Um, so I went with Bex, and she's booked us in an all-girls room, which I didn't like that, but she, she was more comfortable. You're like, I want the co-ed. You just meet more people. You just, and you and I remember you saying like when we talked about like what people yeah, are nicer. and they're just more more open, more like chatty. Like the guys are what makes it more fun. Ah, you're fucking wild. No, but I agree. I agree. I remember in Noosa, I stayed in like a huge ass co-ed room. And I remember that our bathroom was in the room and I just fucking forgot my clothes and I just grabbed a towel and I showered and I came in and it was literally just like this guy. Oh my God. He had a sexy ass accent too, but he was like changing and he was like in his underwear. I was like, oh my God. And he was like, hey, what's up? And I was like, hey, what's up? Dude, okay, would you ever hook up in, or have you ever hooked up, like, in a hostel room with other people in there? Have you done that? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, okay, no, remember? It was that time when you and me were in Sydney, and we just got fucking wild, and there was that Danish guy, and so I was like, you know, I'm not gonna do anything with you, it's fine, like, whatever, you're cute, but no. And the next thing I knew, I was fucking in his hostel room, in his bed, and his entire room is, like, packed of people like all trying to sleep and him and I are just like banging and I'm like so sorry I am sorry I will be out of your hair in a minute just just give me give me a quick sec and then he came and it went all over my fucking white shirt and it stained but anyways I wanted McDonald's so like that's the reason I ditched him so soon I was like let's go get me some McDonald's yeah bitch so I went to McDonald's and we ran into each other and yeah, so I, like, I stuck out of his room, and I was like, well, I'm gonna go, and he's like, oh, you're not, like, gonna stay? And I was like, nah, I better be on my way. So then he's, like, texting, he was texting me the next day, and he's like, why did you leave so soon? And I was like, I wanted to get some McDonald's. He's like, well, I would have come with you. And I was like, nah, man, we G, I went for some McDonald's. <laughs> and then, yeah, we ran into each other, I'd fucking come all over my shirt. So whatever, we, you and I ran into each other, and then I went back to our room, and, like, all the girls are there after, and I was, like, telling them the whole story of it all, and I'm, like, like, look at my shirt, I'm a mess, I just went to McDonald's looking like this, and they're, like, oh my god, like, you're so crazy, I'm, like, I don't know, man, I just... <laughs> and that's all I know right now, is that I got fucking cum on my shirt. How the fuck did he get cum on your shirt? Did, like, because you were wearing that tube top, man. Yeah, I had the tube and... top, so I, like, didn't take it off or anything, and... I guess instead of it going like on my stomach or something, it just spewed everywhere. Yeah, that's wild. I've never like had, I've never hooked up with anybody in a hostel with people in it. Like one time um, with the Irish guy from Fraser Island, when we got back, oh my God, when we got back from Fraser Island, our fucking group got fucking rowdy. I puked red wine fucking 
everywhere. Oh my god. So we we like we leave Fisher Island. I'm like hot and heavy with the Irish guy. I'm like, oh man, I don't want you to leave. And so they were planning on leaving and they decided to stay. And then these other two guys who were planning on leaving that night, the gas station was closed. And so they couldn't gas. So our whole group ended up, we were all gonna leave that night, but then we all ended up staying, and then we all went to the fucking booze store and just we all got red wine. Like we all had made dinner together and we all started fucking drinking. Like this guy, Matt, was fucking pissing off the thing like off the railing like oh my god it was so bad and then i remember i we were all hanging in our hostel room like in one of the it was my room i was in it was me and like fucking three dudes and i was like i hate when my room is like the party room because like i want to be able to fucking leave that shit and but that didn't happen and then we were all in there and i just remember oh, fuck i'm getting so sick i literally need to get up and i like get up i fucking make it to the toilet i just fucking spew red wine everywhere but i was good i was good i puked no one fucking knew a thing i fucking got my shit ready together because that was oh i puked before i hooked up with keith he like wanted to fuck me with the lights on and i was like hell yeah i know he was like i want to see you and i was like oh that is so hot i i like that but at the same time i don't sometimes like i don't know sometimes i'm just feeling fat and i'm like you know <laughs> i feel that not? i feel like morning sex like, it is acceptable to have the lights on but i feel like in the evening you want to set the mood dim it dim it you know doesn't need to be dark doesn't need to be super light fucking dim that shit no i agree yeah also in the morning you have like your nice morning body so it's like looking the best anyways so it's perfect and then at night it's like well you're fat so you don't want to be seen anymore <laughs> you've eaten all day you're bloated you're fat you know i don't want to be seen dude that's so fucking true that's so fucking true okay anything else about australia like any fucking trips like any other fucking stories that you can think of any place that you went or did yeah so when i did like my big cans trip uh, i went to like noosa cans fraser island were like my three things so in cans i like went skydiving I went bungee jumping, I snorkeled the Great Barrier Reef, and I did the waterfall tour. So that was, like, all super, super cool. 100% would do it all again. Yeah, same. I would do the East Coast. Do you think, did you go through Happy Travels, or did you just do it yourself? Oh, I just did it myself. Oh, you did? Okay, yeah. Doing it now, I would fucking do it myself again. Like, I would start in Sydney. I would probably, is there much? I don't think there's really that much in between Sydney and Newcastle. No. You know what I mean? Yeah, there isn't. I don't really. think so. Yeah. I would do Sydney, obviously stop in Newcastle because that's like fucking home yeah. base. And yeah. then definitely fucking Byron Bay. Yes. Probably do Brisbane again. Yes. Noosa. Airly Beach. I'm not quite sure what's between Airly Beach. Fraser Island again. I would literally do everything that I would do again. Same. And I would do add actually. even a couple more stops. Yeah, I would yeah. love to add But I want to do. Yeah. But the, the only thing is like. With, with Fraser Island and that type of thing, you do need to book with a tour because you would have no idea what you're doing. They, like, bring like you dr- they bring cars and you drive the cars that they have. Otherwise, you would have no way of getting anywhere. So you need to, like, book with a tour, yeah. Yeah, but with, like, just backpacking in general, Abs just did it. So I was like, oh, I'm just going to go through them too. But now I'd fucking do it myself. I'd want to do it in a camper van. Yeah, I, that would be so much fun. I would love to do that, too. I think we should do that. Because then yeah. we should fucking go to Western Australia. I want to go yes. to the Ningaloo Reef. And yeah. I want to do the whale shark dive. Like, when you can fucking snorkel with them. Oh, okay. That would be really yeah. cool. Yeah, I definitely want to do Western. If we timed it right, we can fucking hop up to Asia. Because that would be way cheaper yes. to leave from there than flying from the East Coast. Yeah, that's very true. Okay, food for thought. Yeah. Okay, perfect. That's, yeah. 
We'll add that to our potential plans. Yeah, add that to the future plans. Okay. So, yeah. All right, you ready to move on from Australia? Because I want to fucking talk about Guatemala because... Eh. Yeah, I feel like we've been, we've been on Australia for like a long time, so I feel like we need yeah, to... Yeah, like... I agree. Okay, so what did you do in Guatemala? Like, how did you move out there? I taught English. So in Australia, Kelly was like, hey, I'm going to go teach English in Guatemala next year. Do you want to come with me? I was like, no, I'm not freaking going to Guatemala to teach English. Like, what the hell? And so then she asked me, like, one more time, and I was like, no, I'm not. So she asked me again, and I was like, okay, you know what? Screw it. I'll come and do that. Sure. So we did that. So our first month in Guatemala was spent taking the Teaching English as a Foreign Language Certificate, which is, like, a 40-hour university course or whatever. So we did that in our first month. What would you teach them, like, legit, like, preschool stuff? No, not really. I taught mostly adults. We had, like, one Hovenes class, which is teenagers, and I hated it. I hate teenagers. I feel like I could so teach that, like, if we could do, if we wanted to go do that again. Did you like doing that, like, as work, living out there? Yeah, I really didn't mind it at all. Our schedule was kind of shitty, um, so we worked 7 a.m. to 10 a.m., and then 4 p.m. to 8 p.m., so you had the middle of your day, which was kind of nice, but at the same time, it was so hard work- working super, super early, and then working really late like to me eight o'clock is late especially when i've been up since oh my god yeah hell yeah it's fucking late and then you have to like go home cook your supper do all that shit at eight because you wouldn't have had supper so then you're like how many days a week did you do that uh six months Um, i know but how many days a week oh how many days a week uh five days dude you did that five days a week i wouldn't have done that five days a week yeah yeah it was it was very hard like waking up and it was fine. It was, like, lots yeah. of fun. You fucking did part. it. Like, you, yeah. like, took that as, like, the experience of, like, fucking living in Guatemala. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. How did you find a place to live? Because that is why I'm, like, okay, with New Zealand, I really want to not au pair. Like, I want to just apply for work and holiday visas and get fucking jobs. Or yeah. hopefully I'm working for my intern lady and I can just hang out. In Guatemala, um, the company or the place that we took our TEFL – course in helped us find apartments if we asked so they like they went online they showed us a few that were available then we organized to meet up with the realtor showy guy I guess and he took us and showed us and then if we wanted it we just said hey yeah we'll take this then there you go how was your place it was good it was really 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 small but it was like it was cute it was good for what we needed it had a really nice view it did fucking fall apart like for an entire month once, though, like, in January 1st, the water was shut off everywhere, like, we had lost water, so, and of course, every time this happened, our eco-filters, like, our clean drinking water was freaking empty, so we just, like, never had freaking water, so we went, like, a week, a few days without water, so we couldn't flush the toilet, couldn't, like, shower, couldn't get drinking water, couldn't do anything. Damn! And then, yeah, and then at one point, there was a giant leak in our kitchen sink, like, it was literally, like, spewing pouring onto the floor so someone like came in fixed all that whatever it was fixed good to go and then like a week or so later our like shower stopped draining so our like landlords like came up and they like poured shit down the drains because like oh it's probably just this turns out it was not it was like this huge issue in the pipes so we had to like not be in our apartment for a couple days damn they literally, like, tore it apart, like, had all the floor ripped up, all everything, and so they finally got that fixed, and, like, by doing that, they concreted things up more, so then by the time that was done, we were way taller than our shower head. See, we had to, like, squat to shower, but also, they're super sketchy showers there, so, like, if you touch the shower head, you will get, like, 
a, a zap of electricity. So like we were squatting, praying that we wouldn't hit our head on the shower head because you didn't want to like get zapped. And oh my god! Oh my god! That is a hot mess express. Yeah. So like January was like a wild freaking month for our apartment. Like we were just having issues. But you fucking dealt with it. Yep. Did you get like a culture shock like when you went out there? Like how was like living in a country with that was like a different language? Because I know that I like picked Australia because it wasn't a language barrier. But dude, I'm fucking getting good at my Spanish. I'm really working on it. Yeah, so I picked Australia for my first one because of that reason too. But then going to Scotland, not Scotland, going to Guatemala, I knew Kelly spoke fairly fluent Spanish. So I was like, you know what? I'm with her. So that's good. I'm like, and like just being with her in general and I was like I would love to learn Spanish so it'll be like good for that um so it was a little bit crazy like my first month probably I relied on Kelly like for everything like I was scared to go anywhere alone just because I didn't know how I would communicate but it was fine like within the first little bit I was good I had enough basics that I could at least like get around and do my own thing and I would know generally what someone was saying to me and I could answer especially like restaurants the grocery store like laundromat that type of thing That's good. See, I need to immerse myself. Like, that is the one thing that I'm missing is, like, just being surrounded by. But I listen to podcasts that, like, talk Spanish to me. I do Duolingo, and I, like, do all that shit. And you know what's really been helping? Yeah, I have literally lost – I've lost all my Spanish, so I need to, like, start doing Duolingo again because – yeah, get it. Do it. I love it because I love their podcast. And what I also do is I fucking listen to kids shows in Spanish because their sentence structures are so fucking simple. Or when I'm watching my shows, put your subtitles on in Spanish so you can like hear the words in English and like read them. But I don't understand why subtitles like aren't matching. Like some of them don't match. Like it's like general the same idea of like what they say, but not word for word of what they say. And I don't like that. And, but I mean, it's better than nothing. So that is what I'm doing. That's just because that's how, that's how some languages are though. Like they might not have a direct way of saying it in like Spanish or whatever. Okay. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But it's like the general idea. I don't know. So definitely getting on my Spanish or what made me just like get on. I was like, why am I going to wait until I live in a country to fucking speak? How nice would it be to just show up and be able to speak? Yeah. So I'm getting good, like, restaurants, inter- yeah, restaurants, and I'm trying to study, like, all forms of Spanish because it's, like, going to freaking South America, Europe, Mexico, it's, like, all different, so I'm trying to, like, have some sort of gist of all of them. Yeah, for sure. So I really need to, like, get back into my Spanish because I do want to go back, and it's so nice just, like, being able to at least speak a little bit yourself and, like, not be worried about a language barrier. Yeah, that definitely kind of made me worried about doing it. But now I feel kind of confident. Like, I could do Europe. Like, I could do Europe right now and feel like I could, like, get by. Yeah, I feel like Europe is Europe is good because there's a lot of English speakers there anyways, too. Yeah. Okay, I do think – I was like, you know what? I've seen this before, like, just people saying this. Um, why don't we all learn sign language? Because everybody can – you know, yeah. right? Like, learn yeah. sign language. So – I think that is something that I would like I agree. to do. I'm trying to learn Spanish, trying to learn sign language. I would like to learn how to play the piano. I'm just trying to do things. I'm just trying to do some things. What? Okay, what was your favorite part about Guatemala? I feel like you're always doing, like, temples and, like, you always would do all these cool hikes. Yeah, so in Guatemala, um, we just had our weekends off because we worked Monday to Friday. So it was a little bit harder to do things. But we did definitely go to the beach at least like three or four times, I think. And we did Tikal, which are like the Mayan ruins. 
So that was like really, really cool. We made a weekend out of it. We got to see all the ruins. We took like so many beautiful pictures. Our hotel was really cool there too. It had a pool and you could like order drinks and food poolside. So we just did that for like whenever we were relaxing. We There's like monkeys in the, in the trees and we were just like laying watching the monkeys. Yeah. Yeah. And then the ruins were like a short walk away from where our hotel was. So it was like super, super cool. How did you feel like safety wise living there? I actually didn't feel too, too bad. Um, like, obviously, don't, like, walk at night. Don't, especially alone, like, don't do that type of stuff. Um, don't get into cars with random strangers, even though I can say that I did that, like, three different times. Oh, my God. Actually, that'll work out in the end. Like, also, like, in my first, like, in my second week there, I did actually, I haven't told my parents this, but I did actually get pickpocketed. <gasps> Were they steal from you? They took, like, everything out of my wallet, but luckily they, like, threw the, all my cards and everything on the ground. All they took was cash, which, um, with the conversion rates, it would have been about $25 Canadian. So, like, I'm like, you know, if you're, like, if I can take it, I don't really care. I don't need it that much. Yeah, so that was at Kite Festival, so it was, like, a very big, crowded area. And, like, I, ha- I didn't have my hand on my purse. I was walking through a crowd. And so I just wasn't being quite cautious enough. Yeah, never fucking, always have your hand on your purse. Never fucking fall for that shit where they're like, oh my god, I like your shoes. Oh, you have bird poop on you. Like, don't fucking fall for that shit. Like, oh, I I remember when I was in Europe, I, like, always had my hand, like, on my my bag. Because they fucking hound you. I remember when, when my sister and I were outside of the Coliseum. They were, like, on it, just, like, up your ass about, like, all this shit. And we're just, like, dude, we're just trying to take pictures. Like, I get you want to sell me this shit, but I'm just trying to take a picture. I just want to take a picture. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah, so you just got to watch out for that. And then especially, like, being in Central America, if someone says hi to you in the street, you do not answer. Like, if it's, like, if it's, an, if it's like, a woman, I would. But if a young guy said hola to me in the street, you don't answer. Because I did by accident once, and he wouldn't, he wouldn't leave me alone. He followed me down the street. He followed me, like, trying to talk to me. Pets. Okay, that's a good tip. Mm-mm. I feel like that's kind of how, like, what I feel like when I, when I like, went to Cabo, I just, like, didn't talk to anybody. Like, when they, like, hollered at you and whistled at you and shit. I mommy. Yeah, no, you definitely ignore that. Yeah, you definitely ignore that. Yeah. Fuck that. But that's good to know, because, I mean, people are fucking crazy. Did you, like, meet any, like, pretty memorable people in Guatemala? Like, do you, like, catch up with anybody or, like, still keep in contact with anybody from Guatemala? There was a few really cool teachers. So there's like me and Kelly and then a guy named Danny who was like 18 at the time, but he was like super, super cool, super chill to hang out with. And then later on, a guy named Julian and then a girl named Ellie and a girl named Libby all came to teach as well. So we had them. So there was like a lot. Oh, and Mark. There's a guy named Mark too. Oh, that's good. I freaking love all my travel friends. I always say because I didn't get like that like traditional college experience. I was like, okay, yeah, I don't have like a lot of crazy college friends, but like I feel like I got some solid travel friends yeah exactly those are like so much fun so yeah I'm like I think it was like I don't know like I think I would have like loved college but I think that I fucking love that I traveled and did that first yeah I think traveling is definitely like yeah the better I you know what I'm thinking I was like why don't they like talk about that like talk about how you can like affordably travel like I had no idea about fucking au pairing I had no idea about like possible like work options like overseas like work and holiday visas that like I could just apply yeah. for and get like I didn't have to fucking do much like yes I had yeah, to have like exactly. a little bit of money saved like I think for Australia what you have to like show proof of like five thousand dollars in your savings account 
Yeah, it was like 2,000 or 5,000 or something, but I didn't even have to show proof. I just said, yeah, I have that. <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah, I don't know if I actually showed Yeah, like I didn't even have to, I didn't have to prove it oh, at all. okay. That's good. Can you get another visa since you're from Canada? I don't think I can, so I think I might just do like a travel visa. That's what I'm thinking of doing, like a tourist visa. Yeah, I know. We got plans. We got plans to get back out there. That's exactly yeah. what I'm going to do is just apply for a visitor's visa. I'm going to apply for a year. Are you going to apply for a year? Can you apply yeah, for an oh, unlimited sure. amount of visitor's visa? Like, can I just, like, keep visiting? Yeah, I think you have to be away for a certain amount of time, but okay. yeah. Okay, fucking dope. That sounds good. I'm so excited to go back there. Okay, Scotland! You fucking went to Scotland during, like, the mix of COVID, you crackhead. What are- I was like, what is she doing? I just- I had to get out of Canada. I couldn't stay here. I had to get out, so- Kelly and I found host families and well she kind of found them for us actually and she's like I have these host families do you want to go to Scotland and I'm like fuck yeah I want to go to Scotland get me out of here man get me out of here I can't believe Kelly was the fucking ringleader of that yeah. one how did she get over there with because was she in the states because she's from freaking where's she from Connecticut she's from Connecticut yeah um no they were taking Americans then at that point so all we had to do was quarantine for two weeks when we got there so we did that together at her host family's mom's house. How is that? Because I remember when we were, like, catching up and chatting, like, because you got to explore, like, a little bit, but then how did COVID, like, affect that? Yeah, so when I first got there, everything was, like, pretty open, so that's kind of why we chose to go there, too, so it was really chill. So we managed to go to Edinburgh for, like, two different weekends, so that was super fun. But then after that, everything kind of shut down, and we weren't allowed to leave our tears, is what they were, and unfortunately, Edinburgh wasn't in our tier that we lived in so it was pretty much just a lot of walks and hikes in the area which was super nice and like we there's lots of beaches we did lots of beach walks lots of bush walks lots of like all that kind of stuff so that was super cool and then in the winter we did go for a couple swims in the ocean which I thought we were crazy people for doing that but it actually felt really cool like it was really i miss living next to the ocean uh yes well i oh my god so me and my sister we just went to the atlantis spa in reno it's so fucking luxurious but what you do is cold plunges and that feeling that numbing feeling and that oh my god that feeling is so good we literally did a roto because you get super hot in the hot tub and then you go do the cold plunge i would do it yeah mm -hmm. yeah so it was super cool like I, I did it twice like it took a lot of convincing to get me to do the first one i was like why would i do that when it's fucking freezing out like i don't want to get cold so then kelly did it a couple times she's like ashley like you really have to try this it's so refreshing like you can't even describe the feeling it gives you and she was right like it was just so interesting how your body reacted to that no i agree because i really like doing this too that's i feel like that's a thing in europe i feel like a couple irish people the my irish friends i see them doing it all the time yeah and like people will like legit go swimming all through the winter and everything like they'll put on wetsuits and they'll just go swimming in the ocean however long i'm like in for like five minutes max with both my swims and i was like that's fucking enough five minutes what that's too long yeah our first our first one we definitely did like five minutes our second one we were kind of like in and out fairly quickly i was like it's it was not a nice day our second day did you see any castles in scotland yeah we saw quite a few there was one that was really close to where kelly lived so we went to that a few times um, we saw the one in Edinburgh, but we didn't go into it. We, were, we thought we had more time to go into the city. So we're like, oh, we'll just do that next weekend we're in or whatever. So I did see the outside of it, but not the inside. We did go into one when we first got there. 
um, that was like kind of right on the ocean. So it was really cool. It was really nice. That's awesome. I want to go to Europe so bad. But I think I'm pretty set on wanting to do our plan that we talked about. Like those are some fucking solid future plans. I'm going to make that happen. Yeah, we need to because we will we will literally just have the biggest blast. We'll have to figure it out. We'll have to figure it out. But I'm fucking excited to go and fucking travel. But I want it to be, like, worth it, too. So do our, we'll do our research. Yeah, and make sure that, like, things are actually open and we can actually do stuff we want to do and see stuff we want to see, for sure. But I think Thailand, anyways, is doing their reopening plan. Like, that's why we can go in without quarantine now. So I think that if they're doing that, they'll have stuff for us to do. I want to go see. fucking diving. I want to go to the temples. Yeah, I think I have, like, a whole thing for Thailand. Like, in quarantine, I just, like, planned all my shit. I think Thailand, I yeah. did one. I think I did one for Asia. And I think I messaged a friend. I think I have old um, Instagram messages of a friend who was in Thailand. And I was like, tell me everything that you're doing. Okay. Yeah, so I have to, like, yeah. go fucking search for those. Yeah, for sure. I would have to do research and figure out, like, what we actually want to do, too. Oh, my God, Ash. I'm pretty chit-chatted out. Yeah. <laughs> We were chit-chatting. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Any travel advice? Any fucking things that you want to get off your chest about the traveling world? Um, I guess just, like, if you're thinking of traveling, just fucking do it. It is so worth it. It gives like, you so much. Like, it gives you the confidence to just be out there, be independent, be, like, extroverted, like, meet new people, do all that. So if you're, like, ever thinking about traveling, like, don't think about it. Just do it. Just go. If you can find if you can find someone to go with, if you go solo, who cares? Just go. And I also think like it's really big for people like because obviously what we did was like fucking extravagant, like literally moved to Australia, dipped out. But I also think that if you want to like talk or you, you want to start traveling like I always think like fucking start small like start little trips like you fucking explore like traveling is not always fucking hopping on a plane and going to these crazy ass fucking places like it could literally be like a day trip a weekend trip I think I'm fucking traveling anytime I explore somewhere new like it could be an hour away from my house like I think that you're fucking exploring yeah I agree. and like we we literally did jump into it like we moved to the complete opposite side of the world and lived there for a year yeah fucking go big or go home i know and most people like will leave for a couple months like go backpacking and do that we were like no we're gonna fucking move out but i'm so happy i had like first travel adventure ever and i dip out for a year i'm like bye and now i feel like now that i've done that i've done that trip i'm fucking ready to like i'm ready to do asia i think i wasn't meant to do and i feel asia. like that one gave yeah that gave us the confidence like we had a secure place to live but we could also venture off and travel we always had that home base so we, like, weren't nervous about, oh, my God, like, what if I run out of money? Because, no, we have that home base. But now, like, we would we know better how to plan and how to save money and how to budget and do that type of thing. And I feel like with Asia, we could, like, so dude up in the hostels, even though I'm super fucking scared to get, uh, scared to get bed bugs and shit or, like, bolly belly. Like, oh, God, yeah. I really need to talk to Abs about Asia. Like, I want to have her on the next episode and so that I could pick her brain about Asia because I want to do Asia so bad. She told me that they would always uh, – rent the little tuk-tuk things and ride the yes. little motorcycle so yeah. i want to do that yeah, yeah and definitely. plus i feel like our money would go so far in asia especially thailand like if we didn't feel like doing the hostel like we could get like a cute little like hotel yeah we could splurge on a hotel or something for a few nights or whatever like hostels are so much fun because you get to meet people but every once in a while it's nice to just take that little break and just fucking yeah. be alone yeah not fucking yeah not share. have to worry about like the small I talk agree. And- 
I know. I guess that's, like, another thing. I remember talking to you about, like, how tiring I feel like I got, like, always having to introduce myself. Like, doing, like, every new place that I went. Oh, my God. Yes. And just, like, saying the same thing over and over and over. Like, oh, I'm from Canada. I'm au pairing. I'm traveling here. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Like, just... Yeah, just the same things over and over and over. So it is nice to have a consistent person and then... I know, like, I definitely love, like, traveling by myself, but I do like having a Yeah, because then I get so... I get lonely and I do get really tired of all the small talk and... Like, I love meeting people. Like, that's so... That's half the fun of traveling, but you just need that break every once in a while. Like, even, like, we're quite extroverted people, but, like, even we need a small break every now and then. I think... Okay, so I think that we are, like, we're extroverted, we're extroverted, introverted. We're extroverts who are also introverted. I heard somebody say, like, you can be extroverted and, like, thrive off other people's energy and, like, their vibe, but also, like, need your alone time to recharge. And I agree. I fucking love my alone time. Like, I could so hang out with myself. Yeah, I, I only, I like short amounts of it. Like, I don't like to be alone for, like, a long time, like, half a day, and I'm, like, tapped out. I'm like, okay, hey, where are the people? Okay, Ash. But anything else for signing off? I think that's I think that's good. Thanks, Ash. This is so fucking fun. Okay, so that's it for episode two. I hope you guys really enjoyed Ashley's crazy ass stories and learned a bit more about Australia, a little bit about Guatemala and Scotland, and just more about, you know, the traveling world. I will see you guys on episode three. Peace out. Happy holidays, hoes.